Weeks, it's Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. Coming up on the program today, Ode to Those Flip-Flopping Hoes. Plus, Tomato Scolden gets into a fight with his bestie. The sounds of a catsuit furry in heat. And making a monkey smoothie in the most grotesque way possible. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents... 700 pound rapper humpback chunk i like to fuck i like to work i make you just nut a slap on your butt damn i just nutted your tongue on my click damn that shit hit you're making me drip damn i just nutted Show with Tim Henson. She is a fat cunt. If you gonna suck a dick, then you suck a dick. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. Welcome to one eight hundred asshole. It's just a fun thing. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday edition of DV. Have a great one for you today. Uh, November Spawn over there in the Discord was wondering who sang that song, Bitchy Mood. Surprisingly, I was able to remember who this artist was. We featured them, I don't know, a year or two ago, probably. It got me thinking, what's Humpback Chunk been up to? Not exercise and fitness, that's for fucking sure. She's been working on some new music, though, at least according to her official YouTube channel. It's actually hard to tell if these are new songs or old songs. Apparently, she's been in some toxic relationships, and uh, these psycho ex-girlfriends will report humpback chunks channel and uh, get them shut down so this is like the fourth or fifth humpback chunk channel and she has to you know re-upload all of her content regardless this video was posted nine months ago it's called flip-flop huh you a flip-flop ho you a flip-flop. i bet you this is about one of those ex-girlfriends you a flip-flop ho you a flip-flop I have no idea if it's better to be a flip-flop hoe or a flip-flop bitch. I'm guessing bitch, right? All the women in this video are holding flip-flops, really driving the point home. Oh, so she's talking about actual flip-flops? She's saying she's wearing the flip-flops on her feet and in the shower. I guess the song isn't as deep as I once thought. This is an ode to summer footwear. All right, so now I think there's a double meaning here. She wears flip-flops and also she's she's flipping from men to women. She a flip-flop hoe from pussy to dick. She 
like Humpback Chunk is upset because a former girlfriend cheated on her with a guy or decided she was no longer a lesbian. Now that is flip-flop hoe behavior. Why do rappers always turn to gun violence? Not that I don't think flip-flop hoes deserve to be murdered, but rappers rapping about guns, it's so boring. Get more creative with your weaponry. If you're upset because your lesbian lover blew a guy, you know, uh, sucking cock rhymes with hit in the face with a cement block pretty well. Or like, she took a dick deep in the restroom of a bar, blind that cunt ninja style with my throwing star, you know? There. Now you're not perpetuating any uh, stereotype, and it still sounds badass. You avoided a cliche, an old rap trope. Always pulling out your glocks. You a flip-flop hoe or you a flip-flop bitch? You a flip-flop hoe or you a flip-flop bitch? The song does get a little repetitive. Oh, you know, speaking of rap music, uh, today Lord Douche and I went to Wingstop because uh, they had 70 cent boneless wings. And uh, I'm a sucker for both clogged arteries and a good deal. Look, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting old or if the problem truly does lie with the youth kids today. But uh, it was, a, you know, a bunch of young kids working at the Wingstop, which is fine. But I walked into this packed Wingstop merely to, to pick up my wings, and the music blaring in the store speakers is Lil Wayne. And I'm trying to tell the cashier my name. I'm like, hi, these days, I have a carry-out order for Tim. I hit the strip club and all them bitches yeah. find a ball. I placed the order about 20 minutes ago. If you ain't running with it, run from it, motherfucker, literally the song playing the explicit version of right above it by uh, Lil Wayne and and you know featuring Drake it just seemed like an odd song to be playing in you know it, this isn't a bar or a strip club right it's a wing stop you know little kids eat wings they're like families coming to pick up their food and stuff I remember going to like Kmart or something growing up and they have the in-store radio and it was the lamest softest pop music it really was like okay we don't want to offend anyone we don't want to uh distract anyone from the purpose of this store this you know we want them to shop and spend money this cannot be intrusive so they fucking ended up with you know peter satara and amy grant music it's time too loud too loud it's gotta be real soft oh now this is shopping music This is actually just a little too hard, <laughs> you know, for Kmart in-store music. This was a late 80s, early 90s development. Now, prior to that, like in the 70s, there, there wouldn't even be real music on the radio. It would it would be shopping music. Uh, this is a real tape that Kmart used in their stores from 1973. This is shopping music. Now you go to a Walmart and you hear, going to the strip club, fucking some horse. Bitches sucking my dick on the showroom floor. Oh. These songs suck.
I think I take little Wayne over this. Well, there you go. Uh, I don't know how we got onto Kmart radio music. That happens entirely too often here on the podcast. I'd say about 75% of the things I bring up ultimately lead back to Kmart radio. I've got a problem, man. Uh, let's move on. This is still kind of music related. Ooh, there's a storm brewing. A new celebrity feud. You know, our good friend Mead Skelton has some controversial views, mostly about race. He's a racist. One of Meade's biggest supporters and friends is this guy named Mortimer. Mortimer is on that same message board uh, that Meade frequents, the apricity. Also, I believe Mortimer is dabbling in music. He's collaborated with Meade. And at one point, he even interviewed him. Tomato Skelton. And... <laughs> Today, I'm going to interview Tomato Skelton. I don't think English is Mortimer's first language. I also think Mortimer is a little slow. Uh, we we kind of covered the interview before, but it's it's too difficult. I'm glad that we talked today. Yeah, the entire interview is electric like that. Uh, here's just a, a little clip, and then we'll move on. So, would you like to have a son or a daughter? Do you think you would be a good father? <laughs> well, I I don't know. I I sort of feel like. Uh, I always want to have kind of a daughter. I guess I wanted like a daddy's girl that I could spoil. Yeah, I'll name her Tomato. Tomato Skelton. The point of the clip is, you know, Mortimer and Mead are friends. Or they were. Yes. Drama is brewing on the apricity. And it all starts with a June 19th posting from Mead about Juneteenth. The headline reads, I think slavery was different from abortion. Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock. What the hell does that even mean? I think my tits are different than a toaster. I mean, what kind of statement is that? Uh, he goes on here. I'm not really pro-slavery. I just love the wording. I'm not really pro-slavery. That means, of course, he is. I could be persuaded to become a pro-slavery advocate. Uh, but okay, he says, I'm not really pro-slavery. But as it existed in America, slavery is rather benevolent. Yeah, we got the best slavery here. The nicest, the goodest slavery. A lot of people in the pro-life compare the two together to make arguments. And this is how we differ. Slaves were given food, housing, clothing, and shelter. Yeah, so they wouldn't die. You need to feed them to keep them strong so they can work in the field. You know, it's the equivalent of putting gasoline in your car. It's just, you know, it's something you have to, you don't want to. You don't want to spend the money. You wish that wasn't an added cost, but it is. Otherwise, it'll just peter out. So, yeah, okay. Slave owners kept their slaves alive. Let's give them a round of applause. They gained important skills such as cabinetry and blacksmithing. Oh, I see. So slavery is kind of like an apprenticeship. One might even call it college. Yeah, these people weren't slaves. The plantation is kind of like a trade school. All right, they gained important skills such as cabinetry and blacksmithing, raising children, and helping tend to crops. Helping. Why would people say that's the same as murdering a child in the womb? Slavery helped Christianize the Negroes. If the slaves hadn't been brought over to America, they would have died in Africa. The African countries, they were starving there, and they got help by being brought over as slaves. <laughs> Jesus, Mead. So I don't see how abortion and slavery are related. 
Not only is he making the point that abortion and slavery are different, which quite frankly is the least controversial opinion in that entire paragraph. We all know it's it's different, but his real point is black people should be thanking whites for the whole slavery thing. It was really their best option in life, you know, except it wasn't a choice. Comments, I wouldn't say they were negative. Uh, they were confused. I've literally never heard anyone compare the two. Can you give an example of something someone said? Another person said, uh, yeah, sometimes it's better to be dead than being a slave. In most light said, quote, why can't I get a music career? Why doesn't anyone like me or listen to what I have to say? Also, quote, I'm not really pro-slavery, but here are the good things about it. That really is how the post read. And then on page two, we get a reply from Mortimer. Tomatoes, Colton. Yes, he has something to say to Tomato. Uh, he writes, I think Meade said something mean and terrible, but we should brush it off, grow a thick skin, because he is likely a small man. And then in parentheses, he's a fast food employee and a dancing cow who works high school jobs as a 40-year-old virgin. Epic. Burn. Damn, Mortimer! Oh, I should also add... Entirely true! Nothing Mortimer said was a lie there. Mortimer kind of softens the blow here by saying he tries to say something provocative and offensive and to piss off the big guys. The system, for example, who promotes wokeness. I think Meade is in a way funny and harmless. We need to tolerate such people. You hear that, Mead? Mortimer is going to try to tolerate you. That's your BFF talking. I guess not everyone would tolerate him, though. Mead replied to Mortimer, saying, I would venture to say that you aren't doing well in life, but I will pray for you, which is like, you know, Mead's way of saying, fuck you. Uh, we can't spend any more time on Mead, unfortunately. We have to move on. I will say this, though. Uh, there is a forum topic right now titled, What is your most unpopular opinion held? And uh, Meade replied today. It's a doozy. Lynching was justified in certain situations. That's just Meade being Meade. Moving on now. I don't know if we've covered MerTube previously on the podcast. It does kind of ring a bell, but recently Callie Malley posted a video from the site. It didn't really have any great audio, but it encouraged me to explore a bit. MerTube is like Pornhub, but just for X-rated furry content. Yeah, I'm interested. We've got all sorts of animals having sex here. Dogs, cats, foxes. We begin with Feline Willian getting nailed pretty hard here. <laughs> I think she's getting fucked by a fox. Some interspecies love here. Both of these people are in fursuits. The cat fursuit has an opening with a pair of felt pussy lips hanging out of it, I guess. That opening leads to uh, the real human vagina. Well, that fox cock is definitely reaching far enough to please her. I've heard a lot of cat in heat audio in my time. They never sound quite like that, though. 
I think she's being electrocuted. Next up is a fur twink get, <laughs> getting tag team by two hot dads. <laughs> yeah? Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they're kind of making animal noises here. They're all in their fursuits. You know, the real issue with MerTube is uh, no one wants to talk on cam. All these animals are pretty quiet. I would really love some verbal furry porn here. The closest I think I uh, got was this husky who was doing some uh, deep throat gag training. That's all we get out of him is a little rough until he starts shoving some sort of rubber tube down his throat. And then then you hear a little more out of him. Not words. <coughs> yes, he I don't know what this toy is. It's called an endurance training toy. It's 54 inches and it is flexible. Uh, the husky here, whose name is Fizzy, says it goes into my stomach. He's able to uh, eventually get it all the way down. I don't know why you would want or need to deep throat something so far goes into your stomach. I would say he's struggling with this, but he's got most of the 54 inches down. So, you know, I'm considering this a success even though he's gagging a bit. So then he pulls it all the way out. Dude, you have it three-fourths of the way in. Then he start, He just starts over. He puts it all the way back in his mouth again. I don't know what it is with these damn dogs. They're always getting into stuff they shouldn't. Eating socks. Rubber tubes. It should be noted also that he's in his full fursuit when he's doing this. Including the head. <coughs> By the way, he's got an iPad and he set up a timer. <laughs> Apparently he is going for some endurance training here. He's able to keep that 54-inch toy jammed down his throat, tickling his innards for six minutes. <laughs> I mean, he struggles, but... For the most part, he keeps it down. Daddy, is that you? Finally, uh, here is another husky. Huskies are very popular in the furry community. Getting milked and overstimulated by some sort of jack-off device. You know, at first it's pleasurable. It's, it's pleasurable until you come. And I think we're at that point. Not so much a husky as he is a hyena. You may hear other people in the room. They're the ones controlling this jack-off device. So this poor husky just has to sit there and get milked. <laughs> and this is the type of content you can find on MerTube. Why don't we just move on? I've got a U-Tard update for you freaks today. Norman Wicks is back and he's still pissed off at the cops. 
Norman and his son are both homeless. Now, if you believe them, no one is willing to help them and all the police are corrupt and getting paid just to harass Norman and his son. In reality, these two have been presented with many options. They could stay at a shelter. Norman Wicks is old, like, you know, in his 80s. They could uh, place him in uh, some sort of nursing care facility. Norman doesn't want that. He wants to stay with his son. Again, his son is probably like in his 50s or 60s. We're not not talking like a toddler here. In an ideal world, the city would just set Norman and his son up with an apartment to live for free. That uh, sadly does not happen. It's, you know, it's funny because that's what Norman wants. Yet in many of his videos, he bitches and complains about the fucking liberals. Yeah, they just like to spend money. Give handouts. I don't take anything. I believe you need to earn your, you know, he goes on and on, but what he really wants is freebies. Recently, Norman and his son were asked to move. They were camping out, I guess, on the sidewalk, and uh, they, they were told, you can't, you can't be around here. You, you got to go someplace else. And uh, they promptly went across the street, not even a block away. And so now cops, once again, are confronting them. All right, we want a supervisor. What supervisor? Why are you doing this? Like we're not 10 seconds into the altercation and Karen here is asking for the manager. I don't talk to regular police. Now. Bullshit. That's bullshit. We moved from over there. What do you mean it ain't far enough? Well, you pointed to where you were. You said we were over there. That's not far enough. If we can see where you came from, it's not far enough. You guys are getting yourself deeper and deeper into trouble by doing this shit. You're, you're creating a long, long record of abuse on an 80. I'm 80 years old and I'm severely disabled. You guys are a bunch of criminals. That's all you are. We've attempted to relocate you to Where? To assist you in your... You lie! You're a bunch of liars. You haven't attempted to assist me in anything. They assist all the time. It's just Norman doesn't like the options that are given to him, you know? My lawyer is going to be taking care of this with a city attorney for what you guys are doing. I'm 80 years old, you motherfuckers. Yeah, okay. Norman lives out of a 1987 Toyota Tercel, but he has a lawyer. Believable. What area? My no, you're full of shit. You're all full of shit. Everything you say is a lie. What area? Give me parameters. What are you talking about area? What are you talking about area? Dude, you just, you can't live on the sidewalk. People, you, you just can't be on the sidewalk. That's what they mean. What are the parameters? On one hand, yeah, you gotta feel bad for these guys. They're homeless. On the flip side... Stop acting like you're going to win this fight. Wait a second. Hold on one second. Your law, not them. You tell them what to do. They tell you what to do. Then you're telling, letting them tell you what the fuck off. Did you guys follow that? I sure as hell didn't. He tells you what to do and you tell him the law and then I tell you to fuck off and then they tell me to tell you. Do you understand what I'm saying about that? No, you were very unclear, but that doesn't keep Norman Wicks Jr. from flying off the fucking handle here. They don't get to tell you law. I heard what they said. They're bullshitting me and they don't get to bullshit you either. You understand me? Take it and shove it. Okay. So...
with that being said or screamed, nothing's going to change and you have to leave. Was it worth that heart attack? That's why, hey, they're just getting themselves in deeper and deeper with this. They're letting these yeah. people. Yeah, ultimately, you're going to win this. Keep up the good fight. I think there's a third party here, like talking to the cops, maybe like the um, uh, business owners that are next to the sidewalk where Norman has been staying. And they're telling the police that these people need to move. They're letting these people tell the law what the fuck to do. What people? Rapid response tells the law what the fuck to do. Oh, really? Rapid response, huh? I guess it's rapid response. You ain't law! You don't make the laws around here, motherfucker. You ain't law! You don't get to tell the law what the fuck to do! If there's one thing these boys are good at, it's uh, the fine art of de-escalation. These With guys all this- were walking down the street following me in the neighborhood when I went to take the garbage out. There's a, just a lot of grievances here Norman and his uh, son have. So there you go, a little Norman Wicks update. Not much has changed since the last update. There are always at this uh, level. Let's do one more interaction with the police, and then we will get into the news. Uh, This altercation does not involve Norman Wicks. It does involve a woman who uh, was involved in a hit and run. She hit a vehicle and just took off. There were plenty of witnesses, though, so it didn't take long for cops to track down the woman uh, who was involved in this accident. Were you just in an accident back there? You sure? She's shaking her head no. <laughs> yeah, over there on uh, South Haines Street. I see your driver's license insurance card. Yeah. Yes. So you were involved in an accident just back there. We have your drive. We have your your um, license plate, your vehicle description. You're on camera, and you have damage on your vehicle. Oh, that accident. Yeah, I, I do remember a hit and run incident. Now, now that you mentioned that everything's been recorded. And there's been plenty of witnesses. Uh, And then you just left the area. So we're just trying to get your information for the accident, and then we'll send you on your way, okay? Sounds easy. So I just need to see your driver's license and your insurance card. Still no driver's license yet. Ma'am, you need to give us your driver's license and your insurance card. You have no right to be my father. She's trying to... Ma'am. Don't turn this into something that you don't need it to be, okay? Always exactly. when, let, let me tell you You're something. You're turning it into something. Ma'am, Why did you we need to take, I already explained Why it to you. you. We need your over? driver's license you and your insurance card, Man, or what's going to happen is you're going to end up going Why to jail. Why did you pull me over? I already explained. Do you want me to explain it to you for the third yeah. time? Okay. Sure. You were involved in an accident on South Hame Street. You left the scene of that accident. We have your license plate. You have damage to your vehicle. We need your driver's license. Guess what she doesn't provide? I'm going to fast forward because uh, the cops have to explain to her the situation a few more times. You pulled me over up to five. Way. You want me to explain it to you for the fifth time? Yes. Is this like a stalling tactic or something? Does she think she's going to be able to talk her way out of this? Confuse the cop? Run out the clock? Or you'll go to jail for obstructing the police. Right, so I'll tow your car and impound it. Well, you're going to unlock it for me or I'm going to break the window. So are you refusing to open your window? Okay, so at this point you're under arrest. I need you to get out of the car or I'm going to break the window and take Why you out. Why are you pulling me out? Oh, I cannot believe she asked that again? This time, though, I don't think the cop tells her. I already explained that you were past that. The- All right, if you don't get out of the car, I'm going to break the window. 
Well, she rolls down her window. Thank you. There's the one that broken. Can you turn the car off? Thank you. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Can you give me your driver's license and your insurance card? What do you think he's funny? I'm just asking for your driver's license and your insurance card. Are you dead ass serious? You finna act like that's what you've been asking me for this whole time? Oh my god! That's the only thing he's asked you for. What have I been asking Shut you for? Shut the f up. Like, stop. Okay, I need to Do these people not realize they've got uh, police body cams on them? All this is recorded. This whole time? What have I been asking Shut the fuck up. up. Like, stop. <laughs> okay, I need stop. your driver's license and your insurance card. I need your driver's license and your insurance card. I don't have none of that. You don't have your license. No. No, After all that, she was playing him. He is gonna be pissed. I don't have it. Okay, I need you to step out of the car. Why? Because I need you to step out of the Why? car. Why? Why are you pulling me over? Now you're under arrest for obstructing the police. <laughs> Why? Okay. Man. Do you want to turn that into that? We can turn it into that. Well, the cops uh, open her door, and she doesn't like okay, that. Like so you need to act, act like, like it. it. Don't touch shit. Give me your driver's license and your insurance. Here, another woman is uh, who's about to be arrested, calling the shots. Right. She really thinks she's in control here. Man, what a, what's up? You want to take me to jail? Take no, I don't want to jail. Don't to touch me. Don't, don't step in my face. At this point, just step really? to the side of the car. So obviously she's resisting, even though she's going to say she's not resisting. You can tell she's resisting because it takes like four cops to get the handcuffs on her. Every step of the way, she's fighting it. That's fine. I ain't do nothing to y'all. That's fine. Man, leave me alone. Y'all had no right to arrest me. The best part of the video, though, is when she's actually in the police car and uh, finally able to digest what's happening we're here. We're going to Joliet Police Department. We have to take your fingerprints and your picture, and then we're going to release no, it. Listen to me. Just listen to me, Brittany. And then we'll get you out of here on an I-bomb. We'll take you back to... No. Or you can go sit at the Will County Jail. Obviously crying there now. With no bond. There's I, like every she brought this on herself. Your options, right? Okay, this started from a simple traffic stop, right? And and you could have just went with the program. Yeah, right, right. But you didn't. I don't want to go to jail. No, we don't want you to take me to jail. This is just a misdemeanor. <laughs> okay. No, this is the police station. This is Y'all promise I'm not gonna put me in Look, jail. You're, you're on camera. You're on camera. Okay, okay. I can't lie to you on okay. camera. If he lied to her or not, he said it was just some misdemeanor charges. She was charged with two felonies and three misdemeanors. Even though she was crying uh, when she was being led into the police station, she's still trying to call the shots. Right. Fingerprints and picture, and then we're yeah, we got to do. No, paperwork. you're not going to nope. take no. Brittany, I didn't do anything. You're under arrest. Nope. It's part nope. of the booking procedure. No, I'm not. You're not taking my picture. Guess what? Her picture was taken. Who could have possibly seen that coming? All right, uh, there you go. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this nonsense. Become a member of the Sideshow over there at superfreaksideshow.com. That's our member site where every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive one. 
And I'll be doing another episode for Paying Freaks tomorrow. So it's a great time to sign up. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Uh, If you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen to DV, you can actually sign up for Sideshow Access right inside those apps on your mobile phone. Just a few taps. Bing, bang, boom. You're in. I am not fucking around with you freaks. I've made it so very easy to become a member. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. There is one last way to help support DV. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first which is a nice little perk there. If you pledge at least $20, occasionally I will send out uh, DV merchandise, DV goodies. We've got uh, one of those drops coming real soon, so uh, now's a great time to sign up. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, well, well, well. What do we have here? For years, I have been warning you all about the impending future a future in which monkeys will rise up and attempt to become the dominant species of earth overthrowing humans and making us all their little slaves although it would be kind of funny if mead skelton ended up being a slave a slave to a monkey i almost wish the monkey future would come to fruition just so i could witness that We've read so many news stories in the past about monkeys beginning to act peculiar, stealing weaponry, guns, learning how to use complex tools. Slowly but surely, it's happening. I feel like I'm the only person who's been taking this threat seriously. Oh, I've been sounding the alarms for well over a decade. Does anyone heed these warnings? No, I am mocked and ridiculed by you listeners. But I am happy to announce someone out there has been listening. And it's not just one person. It's many. They are organizing. They are getting ready to fight back. Well, I should say they're they're more than just preparing. They've been torturing the fuck out of monkeys. Right on, my brothers. In a worldwide investigation by the BBC, a monkey torture ring has been discovered. Now, it's weird how the news is writing this up. Like, it's a bad thing or something. I don't like the slant the mainstream media is taking here. The story should be celebrated. These guys are heroes. No one understands what could possibly happen if monkeys rise up. Have you motherfuckers never seen Planet of the Apes? Good God, I'm using that as my blueprint. All right, uh, a global ring accused of producing and spreading videos of monkeys being tortured... I call that porn, the good kind. And even killed has been exposed by an investigation by the BBC's World Service. At least 20 people in the United States. By the way, none of those 20 people are me. You can't prove anything, pigs. You'll never get those charges to stick. I'm a good little boy. Any weird stuff I may have on my computer, it's because I host a podcast. And, you know, I'm, I'm just looking up stuff for the lulls, you know. Get off my back. All right. At least 20 people in the United States and two in Indonesia are under investigation, including an Oregon man who was indicted last week. 
The investigation found hundreds of customers in the United States, customers, and other nations had joined social media groups used to share the disturbing content and were paying to see the torture of long-tailed macaques, even requesting specific forms of abuse. It's like those uh, cam whores, you know, you, you, you give them some money, coins, tokens or whatever, and then you can tell them what you want to see. Rip their tail off. Feed them some poisoned bananas. According to a statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the uh, District of Oregon, David Christopher Noble, 48, was arrested on June 13th and charged two days later with having, quote, knowingly conspired with others to view, encourage, and fund animal crush videos. Ooh, crush video. They were stomping on monkeys Ah, as part of an online group using an encrypted chat application. As a group administrator, Noble paid for the creation of and celebrated videos depicting the torture, sexually sadistic mutilation, and murder of adult and juvenile monkeys. You know, all jokes about the monkey future aside, this is such a bizarre pastime slash fetish. What? What do they get out of this? Is it that they really want to torture humans, but they've got like this weird shred of morality? Or allegiance to humans that they're like, you know what? We'll just go for the next best thing. The closest thing to humans? Monkeys. Let's dress them up in diapers and then step on them in high heels. Yeah, real sharp stiletto heels right into their eyeballs. Watch those little chimp eyes pop. All right. uh, Noble further managed the group's membership and repeatedly changed the group's name to evade detection by law enforcement. He's so smart, right? Well... At some point, he must have slipped up, right? Three other people suspected of involvement in the ring are U.S. Nationals Mike McCartney, known by his online moniker, The Torture King. Kind of giving it away there. Stacy Story, a grandmother in her 40s from Alabama. That just makes total sense, right? Grandmother, 40s, Alabama. Her online name was Sadistic. And a man whose real name the BBC withheld, but who used the screen name Mr. Ape. He allegedly ran one of the biggest online torture groups from his mother's home here in the United States. Do you want to take a stab at what fucking state he lived in? Go ahead. Say it with me. Florida, our most fucked up state. Wouldn't have it any other way, right? None of these three have been charged, but the U.S. Department of Homeland Security's lead investigator on the case, Special Agent Paul Wolpert, says that uh, he believes they were ringleaders and will eventually face prosecution. If they're charged and convicted of distribution of animal torture content, they could each face up to seven years in prison. McCartney is a former member of a motorcycle gang who served time in prison. He told the BBC that he decided after becoming involved in distributing the videos that he wanted to help take down the ring to, quote, do the right thing. He accepted he could face prosecution, adding, I profited. That was my mistake. And then there's this great photo of Mike standing in front of a huge Confederate flag, Trump 2020 flag, another small Confederate flag. Mike, by the way, lives in uh, Virginia, near Mead. Just so many DV connections in this story. Uh, Speaking of story, that woman uh, whose last name is Story, what was it? Stacy Story, the grandmother in her 40s from Alabama, also known as Sadistic. She says that uh, she's not really into the monkey torture stuff, but she was hacked. So that's going to be her defense. Hackers planted monkey torture content on her hard drives. Honey, if you don't have a lawyer, now would be a great time to go get one. 
The monkey torture community. I just, I love that phrase so much. I'm a member of the monkey torture community. <laughs> the monkey torture community appears to have evolved on YouTube uh, before spreading to dark web forums. Why, why have I never seen a monkey torture community? I'm always reading fucking dumb messages on that, uh, the apricity. It's a waste of time considering that there's monkey torture communities out there. Private torture groups have been popping up on Telegram, you know, that uh, encrypted messaging service. There's hundreds of members over there. There were close to 400 people in one group known as the Apes Cage, many of them in the U.S., while others were from the U.K. and Australia. Joel Gunter, an investigative reporter with the BBC, said this is a bizarre underworld, the likes of which we could have never imagined. Uh, we saw a video of a baby monkey being put into a blender. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that's awful. <laughs> baby monkey put into a blender. Videos with power tools being used on monkeys. It was torture like you can't imagine. It was shocking how casually they would plan and discuss the torture and then switch to talking about mundane subjects like gardening. U.S. authorities are expected to file more charges against people accused of paying for access to the torture videos over the coming weeks. I'm so glad. Maybe it's better that I didn't know about monkey torture videos. I like to think that I would not pay to see that stuff because, you know, I know that it's wrong. But, you know, some days I'm like, God damn it, I've got nothing to talk about. You know, I'm short a few clips here on DV. $15 to get pristine audio of a monkey being blended. I don't know if I could resist it. I don't want to think about that for too long. All right. Second story we have for you today. This one comes from Norwood, Ohio. A Norwood woman accused of trying to lure a four-year-old child away from his home says she was just posing as a child protective service investigator in an attempt to scare the parent. Well, that's a great start to an amazing defense. I was just trying to teach this bad parent a lesson. I wasn't really going to steal the child. Lisa Nacrelli wrote in an affidavit, I had been drinking since I woke up that morning. I walked to Kroger to get more beer, and on the way home I saw a young child that I felt wasn't being supervised. So in an attempt to scare the parent, I pretended to be from Child Protective Services. Lady... It doesn't sound like you have much control over your own life. Like, things aren't working out well for you. You've been drinking all day, walking to Kroger to get more alcohol, getting all up in people's business, snatching their kids. The Crowley 44 was arrested Monday on a child enticement charge and held overnight at the Hamilton County Justice Center. Additional charges of burglary and personating an officer were filed Tuesday. Norwood police say she tried to lure the boy away from his home. The child's family says the whole thing was caught on their security camera. She touched him. Ew. Yeah, she touched him uncomfortably enough to where he put his hands up. Mommy, bad touch, bad touch. We taught him stranger danger, and he put his hands up and said, I have to go talk to my mom. See, the, the kid shouldn't have said that. That's just going to upset the child predator. What you got to do is the honk. Oh! Oh! You know, we learned about the honk many years ago on one of those stranger danger videotapes. But honestly, it never caught on, did it? I don't think most children know about the honk. Growing up, I never learned about the honk. That's why I was abducted or molested 17 times before the age of 12. That, my freaks, is why I am the way I am. Sitting here doing this disgusting, 
depraved podcast, putting monkeys and blenders in my spare time, filming it as a side hustle job. What? Did I say that out loud? Back to the story here. The boy's mom came outside and the suspect, later identified by police as Necrelli, claimed she was with CPS to do an inspection. The father said he thinks the woman had a counterfeit CPS badge. So this isn't something that she just came up with on the spot. I mean, she had a fake badge printed up. Uh, He said they allowed her to inspect their home and then she left. During her bond hearing Tuesday, Necrelli shook her head in denial as the assistant county prosecutor read the charge against her. She stopped shaking it by the time he read aloud her statement to the police in the affidavit. She cried as Hamilton County Municipal Court Judge Tyrone Yates considered her bond and asked about her housing situation. She wanted to talk to the judge, but her attorney advised against it. Her attorney said in court she's unemployed ting, and lives with a roommate. Judge set her bond at 10% of the $10,000 and also instructed Nicrelli to have no contact with the boy. I'd also make her give up that fake CPS badge. She shouldn't have that. But, you know, I might be too tempted to use it again. Uh, final story we have for you today. This is a short one. A man has been arrested after he was seen having sex with a tree in a public park. Well, here's the thing. Let's say this man and the tree were in a relationship. They're really madly in love. It's not just a physical thing. They've connected at a deep spiritual level, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for it. But the the problem with being in a relationship with a tree is you're rather limited with things you can do together. Trees don't like to go out so much. And, you know, when the time comes to express intimacy, it has to be at the tree's place. Okay, so they were fucking in the park. That's where the tree resides. What would you suggest? All right. I was walking in the park with one of my mates and we saw a man hugging a tree and thought uh, that was interesting. We walked closer and as we did, we saw that his trousers were down. The witness who shot the footage of the incident said, "Uh, I started recording and he just started taking off all of his clothes and kissing the tree. After I stopped recording, the police turned up and started following the man around and then arrested him. Here is the video. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be able to uh, to see anything here. But, uh, yeah, he's naked and grinding up against a tree. What the actual f*** is going on? There's the person filming. Now he's completely naked. Why is the guy f***ing a tree? Yeah. Yeah, he certainly is fucking a tree. A spokesman for the Wiltshire police said that officers were called to Queen Elizabeth Garden shortly after 4.30 p.m., following several reports from members of the public regarding a naked man. He was taken into custody and he's been released on bail while inquiries are ongoing. At the time of the incident, roughly 25 people were in the green space during the unidentified 40-somethings bizarre attempt to make love to the tree. The odd outdoor incident came the same day as an award-winning Penn State professor was charged with allegedly committing sex acts with his dog on a state forest trail here in the United States. We already reported on that story earlier this week. That man was caught uh, in footage naked from the waist down, performing the sex act on his collie near bathrooms at the Rothrock State Forest in Pennsylvania. Again, for more on that, check out the previous episodes of DV this week. All right, there you go. That is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All 
Alright, love to hear from you freaks And there are so many ways to contact the show Show at distortedview.com That is my email address Use it and abuse it I'm all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Don't forget about our Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out, sharing links, good conversation, watching shows and stuff together. It's a whole community. Monkey torture. There's a lot of monkey torture that goes on in the Discord. It's really one of the main draws. Check out DistortedView.com. On the main navigation bar, there's a Discord link. Use that as your invite in. All right. I believe we have some patrons calling in today. Hello, Tim. Hello, freaks. It's Unicorn Hamster checking in. I just calling about Monday's show. Okay. Is it Monday? No, no, no. Tuesday morning show. Um, You were talking about the old... Uh, cannabis propaganda from our time oh. when we were growing up, and I just wanted- yeah, like the McGruff stuff that uh, Miss May found a uh, McGruff, uh, what is it, album, CD, or record or something. We went through that on yesterday's podcast. That was a lot of fun. To correct you a little. Oh, I am a bit of a history geek, so I have to let you know that uh, President Reagan, Ronald Reagan, the first president I remember, uh, he. He did not actually start the war on drugs. It was actually the Nixon administration. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. That was before my time. I just remember Reagan and, and the Just Say No campaign. That's what I associate with the war on drugs. Uh, that started the war on but drugs. Okay. Nixon was uh, a part of that. What Ronald Reagan did was stage a coup in Guam, no Guatemala because they didn't want socialism spreading. Well... Uh, well, that may be true. That really has nothing to do with the, you know, the segment I was talking about yesterday. All the, all the drug stuff. Reagan was uh, all about. It really wasn't about Ronald Reagan. I didn't go through Ronald Reagan's whole presidency, his accomplishments, etc. Small government and hated, hated communism and socialism. So he. Uh, what the United States usually do with uh, some foreign power okay. they oh, don't know uh, uh, they're not cool with we overthrow them yeah and assign a new leader uh, uh, happened with the uh, president who would have thought we'd ever get a history lesson from unicorn hamster and Zelensky of the very rarely does he string more than two sentences that are coherent together Ukraine there was a coup there and the He's Obama still going. administration was all over that like white on rice but Anyways, back to the 80s. Uh, yes. Reagan made it so that um, this new drug lord that was smuggling crack cocaine into the black neighborhoods, he made it so that this drug smuggler gets uh, the streets, black neighborhoods flooded with crack. That oh, right. was the new thing. Oh, okay. So there is a connection to Guatemala the, the there. Black neighborhood. Drug, drug. Okay. I don't know about Ashtabula, but I knew it. I've seen it in Philadelphia. But we didn't have much of a crack problem. I mean, we have a meth problem now. Nineties when my parents forced me to move. Meth kind of is like white people's crack. Yeah, from there. Think about it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's- okay. All right, well, thank you very much for the history lesson, Unicorn. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Sam. This is uh, Sweet Toilet again. I know I've quite a bit in the past week and a half. That's okay. Uh, but I had to give a shout out to somebody in the Dick Sword because it was something I never thought of and it was hilarious. Um, Katzen 
Clavier. Cats and Clavier. I think I'm getting that right. I retarded. Okay, get so to the point. I might be reading wrong, <laughs> but he said in the in the Discord, Mead is just the guy from The Simpsons who goes, "Yes, I had a stroke." <laughs> and that is the most accurate depiction of Mead I've ever heard, and he deserves respect for that. Well, uh, to be perfectly honest, I haven't watched The Simpsons in about uh, 50 years. Me? Yes. This is who uh, he's talking about, though. Me? Yes. Do you have a table for the mayor? Yes. Why do you talk that way? <laughs> I had a stroke. It's, it is kind of Mead-like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a stroke. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to. He does say yeah, 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 a lot. I, all these toys for some needy children. Is this enough dirty, dirty money? Yeah. <laughs> Why, it most certainly is. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Costington, something quite wonderful has happened. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Okay, are you get the idea. Definitely uh, shades of mead there. Hello, Boo. It's me, Pirate Barbie. Hey, Pirate. So I'm listening to your sideshow episode um, on the four um, four thirteen, and in the background, you're actually playing a song called Nara uh, by a group called Es Posthumous. Yes. And the album itself is freaking. Amazing. Yes, Posthumous used to do a lot. Their their music used to be featured pretty heavily in like uh, movies. Uh, I don't know if that's still the case or not, but uh, like uh, action sequences and movie trailers, um, you'd hear their music a lot. That's how I know of them. Beautiful. Because whenever I'm doing like you know fake movie trailers, I try to like make it sound authentic. Sometimes another album a few years later, which sucked ass. And the reason it sucked ass (laughs) is because. The entire album was a made-up language. It was nothing but fucking gibberish. Really? <laughs> so they basically That's went, some avant-garde shit right there. Um, what a bold move. Like, the balls on that group to record an entire song in a, in a fake language that no one would understand. Awesome to kind of shit. But here's the catch to that. The album that they released was called Cartographer, and they released two versions of it. One was nothing but the music... And then the other one was this gibberish made-up language with the music in the background. So, yeah, there's your useless information. That's kind of interesting. I want to hear some of that gibberish language. I think I found it here. This is Cartographer featuring Luna Sands. And I I think this is all uh, made-up lyrics. This is Japanese anime music. This is the this is the type of song you'd hear at the end of the, like during credits. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does. It sounds like words, but then if you if you're listening, it's like that. Those aren't that, those aren't real words. Hold on here. Are you sure it's just not a different language? (laughs) Amor, like, isn't that like love?
I, I, I don't know. I can't waste any more time on this. Look what you've done, Pirate Barbie. Get me all hung up on this crap. All right. Uh, <laughs> that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Isn't it? Oh, God. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scribe.net.